Just get yourself in, mate. Hello. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Otterworks podcast. We are Otterworks. We are indeed. Uh, I'm Josh Henderson, junior creative. I'm Ben Law, business director. And I'm Dan Pettit, creative director. And uh, this podcast is uh, very, very mixed in what we talk about. What do we talk about? Everything. Everything. Like what? Everything and anything. Uh, yeah. If you can think it, we'll speak it, then we'll say it. Yeah, sometimes we have guests on, currently not, um, but hopefully in the future. If you like it, let us know, and if you don't, don't, don't let, let us know. know. Nice. High fives, anyone? High fives. <laughs> Woo! Enjoy this podcast. So we got the Polar Media House boys here today. You're like the first, this is the second four-man podcast that we've ever done. Oh, nice. And you're the first people from out of town that we've done mm. as well. So honoured, honoured. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's brilliant. pretty cool to have you here. Thank you for having what, us. Um, what's going on? Who are you? Tell us about yourself. Um, so I'm Connor Crow. Uh, I'm technically the technical director of Polar Media House. Um, whether I actually know what that means, I'm not sure. <laughs> but uh, I'm also a photographer and, uh, yeah. Web designer. Web designer. Yeah. Brad Wilkins, technically the creative director. We both sort of do the same thing. Yeah. Uh, mainly videography and like client relations, like emails, stuff like that. Sweet. Instagram, social media manager. Mm. How do you find it? How do you kind of find your job roles? Was it from the start you kind of knew what you wanted to do and then you went that way? Because with me and Ben, you know, Ben is kind of the business director, so mm. he's taken on more of the emails mm. and, and the business. Um, side of it and keeping clients happy and making sure that we re reach deadlines mm. whereas I'm kind of taking up the creative side and then that's with Joss mm. as well yeah. so have you kind of got separate roles are they quite defined like that or I, is mean, I mean I think we cro a lot of the time we do cross over um, and I think that was kind of th that was always kind of the point with us but as we've we've grown dramatically in the last year and like we're actually we've got a new employee coming coming back for us in January um, who's taken on a bit more of the business role. So we are freed up to do the creative side. Because at the minute, oh, we're spread so thin trying to do everything. And I don't think we're getting to the point where we're not giving our clients the best possible service because we're having to do too much. Mm -hmm. um, and so, you know, we have sometimes have to step back from say, actually, we can't do the creative thing today. We do have to put what's right in the business. And I think that's natural at any point. You know, you, you do start to grow and you get a bit too big for yourself mm. and then you know and then all, all of a sudden the quality of your product kind of starts to drop and i think that's really keen for us like we're we a yeah. yeah we want to give the boss the best possible service every mm -hmm. single mm. time um so i think yeah. it i think it naturally started like i was doing video connor was going to do photography and then everything else was just sort of like whoever picked it up first so like when we started doing like working with quickbooks i just logged into quickbooks first and then that's my thing now doing invoices and all of that same with the emails, like Connor's got the emails on his main computer, so it's just like he does some of the emails, I do some of the emails. So it just sort of like fell into place, I guess. I mean, like, I'm more of a, a talker than Brad, so I'll, I'll handle the phone calls and kind of talk to people like that. Connor's and number's on the, on, you know, on the it might, It's my phone number on the website, <laughs> so yeah, it's like I, I'm, the one who, yeah, <laughs> I'm the one who gets the phone calls throughout the day, so it kind of just, then that naturally became my role. Um, and I think we've, you've, you find it quite, like, mm. I... I'm awful at numbers, never got a GCSE in maths, you know, so I kind of just avoid that and leave it to Brad and it, and it works. It's funny you guys are like, you're, you have your own roles like me mm. and Dan do, but you're also very different. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm the business side, yeah. but I'm really strong in numbers. Yeah. Mm. And I do all the emails and all the calls, whereas you're strictly creative and you're shit at numbers. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think that's the thing, isn't it? It's kind of weird that you've got this hybrid mm. between the yeah. two of you where you are like, 
taking on a bit of both stuff and mm. managing it all. It must be quite must be quite hard though, like trying to separate mm. you know, yeah. doing invoices and stuff and then over into a bit of creative yeah. work. I, I think like and that's so so we we had a we originally started the business with three people. So it's our, our friend Quinn um and then he left us to go work for a video game company in London. Um and then he's now starting to come back to us. He's he's now a fully qualified producer and he's coming back to us Sweet. and we basically what we got we got an, an apprenticeship scheme without having to do an apprenticeship <laughs> <scheme>. <laughs> it didn't cost us a penny mm. um and so like now kind of like naturally having him coming i mean we did a shoot with him what on sunday sunday yeah and it was the first kind of time we had someone who was allowed us to just do the creative side and he was kind of thinking of the next shot and what's getting it set up getting it set nice. up and liaising with the client being like are you happy with this and like all of a sudden, like our work, our job was so much easier, mm-hmm. and it, it just took that kind of stress off of, off of us. And so I think coming next year, we're really trying to looking to push on and try and grow our brand. Like our big year, isn't um, next year hopefully. And so yeah. I think having that sort of person who is, you know, like yourself, that kind of focus on the business will just mm-hmm. really help us creatively. Sweet. What did you? How did you boys take the leap at the start? What were you guys doing before work-wise? <laughs> were well, you in the trade? Well, the whole point where well, we met at school. So we met in photography class. Um, I was, I'm a year older than Brad. Um, How old are you boys? 21. I'm 20, I've just turned 22. Okay. So, um, you know, we, we came out of school, at the, I'd come back from traveling. I've been in Australia, New Zealand, America, and just photographing for fun. And uh, came back and was trying to figure out how to be a professional because I'd be working for my dad. My dad has a pub. Um, and so I'd be work, working in the pub and I was getting kind of like fed up trying to figure out how to get out. Mm-hmm. We had one drunken night in the pub, came up with the idea, and... Uh, That's what we start, man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I woke up in the morning with like 100 phone calls and kind of being like, look at our website, look at all of this, and I'm I, just like... I stayed up all night. Did I actually say yes to I, mean, I, yeah. I got home that night, I was like, all right, I've got to build a website, I've got, I've got to get this idea. So I built the website all night. I'd left him like 50 voice notes saying, we've got to do this, this is how we're going to do it. This, uh, and we, at this point, we hadn't actually figured out... What we were going to do. What we were going to do. do something in the creative space. And like, I was working for a company called Zipcar. I don't know if you know about it. No. Like doing, it's just like a, it's like an Uber, but you drive your own cars. So you just pick up the cars from different locations. Nice. Then they've got like London, Bristol, Manchester. So I was just doing data entry. Just like people were applying for this for this company, and I was just like sifting through like licenses and stuff like that. And I always wanted to do like the, being in the creative industry, but I was like, I need to get a job first because I didn't want to go to uni. I was like, I need to get a proper job. Mm-hmm. And then Connor came with this, and I was just like. <laughs> I mean, I can't really say no, can I? <laughs> it's my rare. opportunity. Yeah. I mean, it took us about six months to kind of develop the idea to get it to a point where mm. we were happy to put it out to the world. I think we came up with the idea is about around my mum's birthday, so November 28th. Yeah. And then April the 5th, we launched the website and kind of put it out onto the world the year later. And like, even like at that point, it was when we launched it, we didn't actually still know what it was going to be. <clears throat> and then within a week, we had a, we shot a wedding. Our first wedding was kind of uh, someone I knew had their photographer and videographer dropped out the week before and was like, could you do it? So we did that. That got us a bit of money. And then our next job was um, with the company our friend now works for, their video de- developer for, they developed the Doctor Who video game. 
Sweet. And they brought us in, could you do the social media for him? We were like, all right, okay, so social media is now our thing, so let's do that. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <clears throat> so all of a sudden, we're working on a social media campaign with the BBC, and we're like, okay, this is extremely in at the deep mm. end. I mean, I, was being, I remember being, I got sent some 3D Photoshop files. I didn't know how to edit 3D Photoshop files. I was like on YouTube, like, yeah, I can do this, I can yeah, do yeah, this. Yeah, like, yeah. Just like, <laughs> say yes, let's figure it out. <laughs> and it just kind of, from there, the next job came from there, from the next person, and... Here we are. So, so what month did you hand your notices in and go full time then? Last June or July. So about three, four months after yeah. the yeah. rest went out? Yeah. Because yeah. um, we were like working the evenings, weekends, yeah. like whenever we had time. And then it got to a point where like I saved up enough money that like I can go with no money for a couple of months. Yeah. And we can really put ourselves into this. Yeah. Yeah. And then around what like September, October, we really started to pick up and we were both sort of working like all the time. I mean like, because so we have a lot of contracts with clients, so like recurring each month. Um, so, you know, we, that's like, I think last December, we kind of signed our first contract and it gave us a good chunk of money that we knew that actually, okay, this is enough for us to kind of have a little bit of money and survive. And just play um, with and get equipment and stuff like that. I mean, but I, I'm still, like, I still help my dad out in his pub on the weekends. Like, yeah. So, like, it's just more so because I can't, I, I want to help the family out. Mm -hmm. uh, but no, this is my full-time job now. I earn enough to live from it, which is great. Um, but we're, yeah, I know it's a, it's, it was a tough one for us to make the decision to make the leap because yeah, of course we got a lot of people being like, "Are you sure this is going to work?" Because I had a business before this, so I had I worked in uh, for, with a creative agency. Uh, the year I left school at eighteen, I was offered uh, some shares in a company and then to help develop a clothing company on the side, and I did that for uh, I did that for probably about six months, and it it went terribly, absolutely awfully. Didn't didn't take off. It was three guy, two older guys than me, they're both 26 and they kind of saw my work photography and they're like, do you want to come help? And like, they then moved to Manchester and I, I was stuck in little old Henley where we are and um, it didn't work. So my parents are very kind of skeptical of, is it going to work this creative thing? Are you sure you don't want to get a job? So mm -hmm. that kind of spurred us on like, no, we have to prove everyone wrong mm, now. That's cool. And I think that's the biggest, that's the biggest thing that kind of pushes yeah, us. people wrong. Not even like, like our parents were never like, don't do it. They were just like, have you really thought about this? Yeah, it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. no, mm -hmm. but yes. <laughs> like we haven't really like, like we never really made like a massive business plan. We just sort of just went, let's do this now and we can figure it out later. Figure it out later. And that's sort of what our business was kind of built on. Just like throwing ourselves in there and just hoping that we can, we can follow up. Yeah. And it's, it's worked. And we've now moved sort of away from that because we've got a lot of skills. But at the start, it was just, let's just do this and just see what happens. Yeah. Because we were we were like 20, like 19, 20. We were just like, if this messes up, like we've still got- Doesn't matter. People are yeah. still at uni. Like Safety nets are there. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, like we still both live at home. Like, so like, you know, we don't have anything huge to pay for mm. other than our cars, girlfriends, you know, they're <laughs> expensive, but mm -hmm. it's fine. That's why I don't have one, it's too expensive. <laughs> <laughs> um, and it, yeah, it, I mean, my girlfriend, she was a huge kind of like, she pushed me. She was like, I, I mean, we went, I took her away for a, her birthday and we were in London. She, I was telling her about the idea for the whole weekend. She was getting a bit annoyed. She was like, you just got to go do it. And we were like, yeah, yeah, we do. Because uh, we were just talking about it for so long. It was almost like we were trying to find an excuse to not do And mm. I think like, you know, you're trying to put everything in place and you want it to be perfect. And you're like, but actually maybe just putting it out and learning from it is, okay, it's not going to be perfect, but you'll get more from it. It's such a weird, I think it's such a kind of a great space for us to be. I think we all kind of share the same route into business mm. and i think mm. it's such it's very kind of current trajectory and a way of moving because 
give it like 20 years ago, people like us wouldn't be around. This wouldn't yeah. be happening. And it's such a weird thing because we almost share the same path. Like Ben and I were, you know, meeting up in the weekends, meeting up in the evenings, chatting about YouTube and about mm. Casey Neistat. And that was kind of our <laughs> common, <laughs> that was so our common bond, right? Literally like to a T. Exactly. And Casey, um, Casey yeah, yeah. was the whole thing. That yeah. Reason yeah, I failed my GCSEs really. Yeah. I just, <laughs> <laughs> in that sort of like spring, like half term, I was just like, that's all I was doing. I found him and I just binged like every yeah. single one. It's yeah. just his, his, his like worth worth ethic. Ethic yeah. Ethic, yeah, it was contagious, wasn't it? It's like, it yeah. draws you and you're like, I wanna, I wanna do that. Yeah. I mean, we went on a photography trip to New York with school and we, walk, we were walking past like, uh, it's Casey's office, like, ah, that's, and that's Dollar Pizza, that's where he goes. <laughs> yeah. and we're, we're just like, this is like what we wanna be doing. And I think that's kind of like, and that was what, a year, two years before we started this. And that was mm. kind of like, it was always ingrained in us. Like, yeah. this is what, I mean, uh, the whole point we started like our vlog and YouTube was because we want, that's eventually what we want to do mainly. Yeah, But, yeah, yeah. you know, we still want to do the, you know, the business, the business side. But of like it. our goals since like 16 has been like YouTube vlog, like all of that. Yeah. But we like, haven't really found like a straight way into it. And I, w I wouldn't say that's like our, like that has to be our end goal, but it's just something that we want to do. Have you found the vlogging? Have you found it's been quite like a positive thing to do for you? I mean, business? it's got us some jobs as well. Yeah. So, mm, which is, good. I mean, like, I think, we we started from you guys, so like watching you guys, mm. like because you were two with it. Well, before Joss was there, like the the you guys are kind of like the only other brand we saw that was quite similar to ours, or like exactly the same. Like, yeah. we like doing the same thing. This is, and I remember you talk. I think you were talking about it, Dan. You were saying like any business should start a vlog. It's a great idea, great way to kind of try your perception. We're like, yeah, we got to do it. So yeah. we did it. Hard, it's hard. It's yeah. really hard. I mean, consistent to do it consistently. Yeah, I don't know how, how they Casey yeah. do it for what two, three years straight. Yeah. I don't know. Mm. Um, and we that was hard, but I, we do enjoy doing it. Mm. So the jobs you've got from it are that is that from people just watching it and being yeah. like, oh, th those guys are local. Yeah, because yeah. I think it works nicely for us. We're in Old Town. We're probably the only people in Swindon and mainly in Old Town doing this kind of stuff. Mm. So when they see the vlogs and then they and lucky that we're above a bar. So when they walk in, they see the brand above the place yeah. and they're like, yeah. oh, they put two and two together yeah. and they know instantly what we do. So it's it's a cool little thing that we've got going. Same for you guys. Yeah. It, it is, and I think it gives that kind of because we we pride ourselves on being personal, being a personal brand, and like we don't okay we don't want to be your mate but we want to come across we don't want to be like your your, your stuffy business you mm, know yeah you, you, that we don't want personal that, yeah, yeah we don't want that relationship and to, to put out the vlog it show it puts our personal side across and shows who we really are mm. um and i think that's what people love about it because like i think it's, dan you said it again is that like they instantly already have an idea of who you are before they've met you mm -hmm. and i think that that's really important because yeah. like it's so easy now to kind of Google, I want a photographer or a videographer and Google, you get hundreds and hundreds of things and they're all the same, the websites are the same. Whereas if you can click onto a website and see a vlog, all of a sudden you get that idea of who they are. Oh, actually I might like to work with mm. them. Yeah. And that's been really, really important for us because that, that, that service is so personal. Um, so yeah. How, how has COVID affected your business? It's been it's been really good. Yeah, yeah. the yeah. best thing that could have happened. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, like, so everything. Well, we went in in March, didn't we, into mm. lockdown? The first one. I think that first week, I mean, I would say we we had planned for six months of not working. Like, this is we can work for six months and not do anything. We have enough funds to, okay, we're not going to be paying ourselves a full wage, but we've got enough to survive. That week was kind of like right. Let's sort our website out. Let's kind of get everything in place. Work on us. Heart yeah. started building a new website and then a week later inundated on work people were just 
panicking. Like social media, like we need wow. something. Yeah, and it, it, people would just panic, like we need to get it out, we need to get it out now. And we're like, we, we told, we, we, I think we had three clients that we had been speaking to for probably about three months. And we were like, God, yeah, let's get going. It'd be great for you to get on social media. I think it'd be really good for your brand. No, no, sorry, it's not the right time right now. That after that week, we need social media right now. Can, mm. When can you come in? When can we Jeez. do this? And like all, I, I mean, we had jewelry turn up at the office. Can we photograph that? We had other products coming in. We had people wanting us to go to construction sites, and we we're like, okay, people are panicking. This is great for us. Yeah. Let's just and we just because obviously you can't do anything in lockdown. We just worked seven days a week, all night just grinding it out nice what's your bread and butter then is it websites or is it mainly video mainly video mainly video yeah. i mean we do so we got a lot of product photography with a jewelry company that we work for they get probably every other week they send us 15 to 20 pieces yeah. of jewelry and we wow. got to photograph that with a model product for and then put it on their website all the information for them so we handle we're their one-stop shop absolutely everything mm. sweet so that's great for us that's like our main one and are they I'll, local yeah yeah literally yeah. Yeah, right around sweet. the corner so we just like pop in and like drop stuff up pick stuff that's up so good so good yeah and so that that's great so that we, we know that's coming in each month and they uh and they're brilliant you know they're really open they like they say you've got full creative control do what you kind of want to do as long as you're focusing on the jewelry we're happy yeah um which is brilliant and then our other one is construction sites so we have two companies that we work for and we go do almost weekly updates on their sites for them Sweet. and they send it to their clients so a lot of their clients are like overseas investment companies yeah and obviously they can't get into the uk mm -hmm. right now or won't want to and so they send them out these videos and it works great for them cool and what's the turnaround time so do you go and film a site and then you have to get it edited quite quick we have try to we do a week so we, we've got we've never really no one's really said to us like we need it like by this sort of day only a couple of people but we sort of try and stick to a week yeah just to not get like backlog or anything yeah but like if it runs over a couple of days i don't no one's really like pushing but like on we filmed one on sunday the video on sunday and we got it edited by monday night so we just like sort of grinding that out because i really wanted it because i couldn't they couldn't find another videographer and we were just like yeah let's do it so we it's kind of spent like 13 hours on Monday just like grinding out. It's about that, isn't it, sometimes? I think we found that. Um, I think one of our first kind of breakthrough videos that Ben and I filmed was the Swindon Half Marathon. Mm. It was just mm. kind of a, a mm. marathon that was going around the town. And we were both like hanging out our ass that morning. And um, the night before. Yeah. And, uh, and we were like, oh, we should go out and film this half marathon. We hadn't been commissioned to do it. We were just like, let's, no, just, right. let's yeah. just film yeah. it yeah. and then edit it and get it out the same day. So then people were just going to be really hot on it. We'll post it on our socials so everyone's coming to us. They're going to like our page. Mm. They're going to follow it. And it got like 100 and, is it, how many? 30,000 views Thirty. organically in one day. Wow. We had that little no page likes. And they wow. had commissioned a video company to do the video. And mm. theirs came out nine days later. And they couldn't get any views. Because yeah. we'd already you used all the noise. Yeah. Yeah. And I think some just like season the moment, isn't it? Just sometimes you've got to do that. I mean, like free work. We've done free work before. And it's come off so much better yeah. for it. And off, it's like no... Because you okay, we you probably get the same. We get inundated. Ah, oh, can you do it really cheap? Or and sometimes you have to sit, you have to put your foot down and say no. Uh, but then there's sometimes you got to realise the opportunity and just jump on it, and it mm. it works. You know, comes off a lot of the time. Mm. But it's knowing when to do it. I find we tend to find we've we've had it a few times where we do little passion projects like that, where it's just off our own back. It's something that's fun. Mm. Like we like mm. doing documentary stuff, so we go and film some of those, and then like three months later a job comes through the door and it's almost to the same spec as what we just yeah, did as yeah. a passion project. And it's, it's happened about two or three times now. And it's great to learn from that. I mean, because I, I think... That's what we with the vlogs, I think. It's so easy to get, into, I think, into a routine with creative stuff and it's easy to kind of do the same formula every single week. Mm -hmm. And like, and that's, it's boring, 
don't get me wrong, but so you need to do those passion projects to kind of like try something different or like respark your creativity because yeah. it is it is like as a creative person to be creative on demand all the time it's really draining mm-hmm. i mean like idea like you can only have so many ideas a day mm. and if you you're working on five six projects at a time mm-hmm. you're 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 spreading yourself too thin and it's like actually i need to just try something else so you know, going away for a day. We we try to do it at least once a month where mm. we say, right, we're going to go off and film this. Or That's cool. I mean, like, uh, back when the protests were happening a lot, we, we filmed a lot of the protests and because that was, like, one, we thought this was such an important thing to capture in history. It's something we maybe can Maybe like ourselves as well. Yeah. Just sort of, yeah. like, have this and maybe, like, in, like, 30 years' time, we can show this little video and just be like, yeah. this is what was happening. Like, coronavirus was, like, at its peak. Like, there was protests going on. There was such a movement going on. The world was just crazy place where were you filming them the process so we in our local town uh, we so we're in like in, it's quite weird we're in between two towns henley and marlow they're very similar very kind of up-end posh places and like you wouldn't think there'd be black lives matter press but there was thousands of people in each one going wow. and it was like i mean henley like henley is a traditional kind of like red trouser proper posh yeah henley royal regatta yeah yeah, 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 yeah. 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 I, I, race yeah it's not as bad as it seems but it is, it is I like, like I, I mean it's really funny so there's all these kids like a lot and a lot of like black kids and all, you know and they're there and then there's all these white old white men like kind of looking at stuff in their nose and they're all kind of like interacting in a really like you wouldn't think they'd be interacting but they were and they were all supporting one another and it was a great thing oh, to it was, see it was, it was really? mental yeah because wow. you, you like typically just like see someone walking over and be like oh there's, there's going to be a problem but there were police around but then everyone was just sort of getting along it was like this is so weird, but so amazing to see. It's uh, it kind of summed up 2020. I think like doesn't make headlines then, does it? No, exactly, it, yeah. exactly. And it, it was really sad, like because in the local paper, when I I sent all of my photos to the local paper because I, I knew the guy. I saw the guy taking the pictures for the photos. I was like, this is. I think he was on like a Nikon DSLR, <laughs> as in like kit lens. Didn't care what I was like. These are going to be just sort awful. of like walking around, just like snapping, like not yeah. even looking into the viewfinder. Yeah, and like his their article didn't reflect the the day at all, and it actually quite annoyed me. Mm. And I thought like you know, you, you've almost they they were trying to show the divide, but there wasn't really a divide. And what only like one or two people weren't were, really like yeah. causing too much of a fuss. Our photos were tr- showing that unity, and like they didn't reflect that, and it kind of it wasn't it was upsetting. But mm. that's what the media do, don't they? They're, They're driving the narrative, yeah. aren't they? Mm. It's all about the views. Yeah, yeah, yeah For 100%. them, like, you know, how many page clicks can they get if they've yeah. got someone who looks angry and another person yeah. who looks happy, they're always going to go with the angry one. 100%. It's just, it's just that I think, it, especially this year, that this is the year they should have shown the, the, the good side like of it. The them. real yeah. side of everything. Um, mm-hmm. But so people are accepting it more, like what, like what actually happens, not what the media sort of like brush up and put out. It's not, mm-hmm. it's not the real. But that's the great thing about social media is you can control the narrative. And like, okay, we, I mean, we put out pictures and I put it out on my, I mean, I, and it got picked up on a couple of websites for me with my images. They wanted to write about them and that was great. Um, but it's, it's, that, it's that traditional media still is like, they still want to have full control and they don't really, they want to show what sells. They're mm. trying to sell newspapers, aren't they, mm. at the end of the day? Yeah. Did you, did you go out and shoot at all? But there was one uh, extinction, well, um, there was no... Oh, there was one Black Lives Matter protest, which is down Bottomouth Town. Mm. But I've only shot the Extinction Rebellion stuff, um, which oh, is yeah. going around these streets around I here. went up to London and did one of those. Was it good? Yeah, it was really... I mean, the guy... They, you know, in Oxford Street, like the centre, yeah. they built this giant wooden tower and a guy strapped himself to it. And, and like, so the... 
And when I was there, the, a fire engine came in and literally there's giant ladder and they're trying to literally take him off of it. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was absolute madness. That's pretty mad. Did you, a little bit off topic, how did you find your worth or your value when you were starting out in business? This is something that we always kind of struggle with at the start. But your price has changed dramatically, isn't it? Since Huge. You start out? Yeah. Well, the first one was the wedding, so it was just like, how much do wedding, wedding <laughs> people <laughs> charge? Right, okay, there's three of us. We're here for this many hours. We definitely uh, undercharged but ourselves. We were we've just, never done a yeah, wedding. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like uh, we know we could do it, but like yeah. we don't. We don't really know. What we, we're doing. And we just actually that first work that took us six months to get paid. The first job, really? yeah, and that was obviously really important, really important to us because we needed the money to kind of start the business. Because we were broke, as in like we were putting our own money into it. I was, li- like, I, I was living week to week, yeah, like because mm. obviously I'm going out on a Friday night and I'm blowing the 150 quid that I've earned. <laughs> I'm spending it in the pub, so. It, that was annoying. However, it took us so long to get paid, and that was hard. That because We're they like one step away from like we made taking mis- it illegally. Yeah, we made the mistake. <laughs> we, like, we don't want it. This is so annoying. We we said um, we didn't include when we were writing down the contract to say like this is how much it's going to cost. We forgot to write in that there's going to be editing time. So then when to we us it would have been like just second nature. Like yeah, obviously you've got to edit it. You think yeah. oh, that nobody, but obviously they don't think about that because they don't know what you do. And so when we sent them the invoice and they, they were expecting like a lot less and they were like, well, we didn't ask you for editing time. I was like, but how do you, how do you expect <laughs> your photos to look like? The like guy made a book. They were like, oh, well, we're not happy. We made a wedding album book for them. We made the video, two or three videos, mm. I think. Wedding speeches, like ceremony. Yeah. And then like the actual, like a full day video. Jeez. Fucking hell. Yeah. Like, there was so much. Like, you, the whole we, nine yards. Yeah, yeah. We, we, went, we were like, let's do everything. So they have no reason to dispute what we're doing. And then they did. And we were this like, is something you could have charged five, six, maybe 10,000 pounds for yeah. if it was like a high end. Mm. We, we charged them we, we 1,500 quid. So completely under what uh, the market value should have been. We were there from seven in the morning until nine, ten at night. Yeah. yeah. So it was a long day. And like we had multiple meetings beforehand, multiple meetings after. And like, yeah, still couldn't. It was, it was hard. That was a hard le- like lesson to learn. What, what, what was going wrong? This. Did they just not like the content or? Like the con- look, no, this is the thing. They loved the content. So what was wrong? They, they just disputed the editing time. That really annoyed them because we didn't mention it. I was like, you're just trying to get something Money free. Money yeah. yeah. But I kept our foot down. They did eventually pay up, but it took so long. We had to, we had to get a lawyer to send a letter. Fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> to say, if you do not pay up, we're going to take you to small clock. More of like a so that, scare tactic. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't think we wanted to actually money. go to... So it ended up costing us money to get our money. Mm. And this is like, this is in the first six months of... I start we think oh is this really what business is gonna be like <laughs> have you done a wedding video since no, no. no. <laughs> no. <laughs> not for that reason and do you, do you take deposits now yes yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. that's the one the toys take mm. deposits deposit, yeah yeah Pete. we learned a lot we learned a lot about making a contract that has everything in it so we, we went to this lawyer they they wrote up our terms and conditions and stuff that we should put in contracts we now have just like a like a layout of what we need to do so we don't so miss we, anything else. So we get it every single time, get it signed. As soon as it's signed, like, we, we start the work. I don't, we refuse to start work now until it's signed because it's... Do you just get them to sign on PDF or email kind of thing? Or have you got yeah, a system? Yeah, I do. I like to make them sign in person. I like okay. to watch them because I'm so paranoid mm. that like... <laughs> it really it's sort of scarred us in a way. Yeah. That we're yeah, not yeah. going to get paid. Because you see it behind your eyes, man. <laughs> so it's just, I'm petrified. Like... Be, we've been in the situation twice. I mean, we were in the situation, what, this year as well? Early this last year. year. Late last year. Um, so we did some work for a charity, but it was a for-profit charity. 
to all of a sudden they're kind of not not non-for-profit charity not non-for-profit <laughs> <So> like, <laughs> the guy's trying to make some money he's trying to do a good thing but let's be honest he wants to make some money mm. and um so and he, he he disputed it so he goes oh well i'm a charity i shouldn't have to pay well, like, after you produced it <laughs> yeah but we'd done like everything was signed like everything he knew what he was paying for everything yeah, he was yeah. like let's do the invoice like next month and we were like yeah cool and then it sort of just like dragged on and obviously we take some blame for some of it but he then after like three or four months of work was just sort of like he then not not happy with this he then offered us uh, to be a partner within the like a percentage of like the but we <laughs> had to put in 1500 quid in order to start making our money back <laughs> we were like so bargain wait, so, <laughs> great deal so what you're telling us we've got to put in our money in order to get our money, money back. back that you already owe us we're like so sounds we, like a nigerian inheritance yeah, yeah. <laughs> but this was real life yeah. like, we were going like to this guy's <laughs> house <laughs> we were like actually meeting him face to face and he was like so nice like you know, not, he, not like a little old man <laughs> but like he was a he was a nice guy and it yeah. was so, so, yeah, so I mean, weird. We met him on New Year's Eve last year for the first meeting. We had been at one of those networking events. and he So the whole point he approached us is we were at a networking event and all uh, the new people, ha it's, cool, it's called the BNI. I don't know if you heard of it. Like similar, yeah. So we go and they're like, oh, all newcomers, you've got to come into this room. We've got to have a chat about if you'd like, like I was to be a membership. Like I was it, was, like, it was so weird. Great. It's almost, it was almost cult-like. It was really weird. Like, and... Um, the, the guy running it was like, he's like, you got to be here when, so we were kind of up for joining because it was like a good networking event. We met some really interesting people. Then like, right, you need to be here at 6.30 every Wednesday morning without fail if you don't, if you fail to turn you up. You will be like disputed to like leave the group. Yeah. Just like and you'll have to pay for wasting our time. And we go, well, I, I, the first thing I said, I said, well, I can't confirm that I've got to be here every Wednesday at 6.30 because we've got jobs and we've got to be, be there. And he goes, well, you're clearly running your business wrong and you're not designing your time around you. I go, well, no, I'm designing it around the clients because they're the one paying <laughs> yeah, the yeah, bills. Yeah. <laughs> and Not you. Yeah. yeah. It's like, I'm, not, I'm paying a little amount to come here. Like, I, what, like why would I come here? So then this old, this old guy... We'll call it. We'll call him David. But he's not called David. We'll call him Dave. That's bad because one of our clients is called David. <laughs> <laughs> and um, he was like, "Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That that was horrible. What that guy said to you. That you shouldn't. You were clearly a young business trying to start out. I'd love to help you guys out with some work." So he tr generally, we thought, "Oh, this guy's lovely. He's really mm. nice. He's going to be great to us." He told us about his like business plan. We were like, "This seems cool. Like like helping people out. Like making a little bit of money on the side." Like he's like, "Yeah, I want to get young people involved. I want to give them their chance to get going." All an act. It was like it all a scheme. All a scheme. But, but and then Fuck. it got not not like a bad scheme, but like we like looking back on it now, it's like he got nasty towards yeah. the end. He was like, and it was like, how? It just shows you don't take people at face value. Mm. Like, you've got to. But we like, thought we knew him. Like we were emailing him like every day, like phone calls, like once a week. Like we felt like we knew him. How did you resolve it? Just sort of left. We left it. <laughs> wouldn't pay up so we and he you know we it just, was going on for so long we cut our losses i mean we we spoke to quite a few of our clients who were like you know can you give us a bit of advice because you know we we still so young a business had no clue like how to handle and one of our bigger clients the jewelry company she was like look i've had similar situations your best thing to do right now is you don't waste your money on a lawyer because he's going to keep carry on disputing mm. it and it could be two years of you battling it in you know in a small court for yeah, what? Connor was getting quite worked up, and I, I, it was starting <laughs> yeah. to like. Really he was like calling him and stuff like that. So I was never like luckily like not on the end of it. But Connor was on the end of just some like horrible things he was saying. We were just like, I, I mean, we tried to do our best. Like we've done like some really. What good was work. it? The, the Stop being a dick. Yeah, <laughs> that's yeah. basically. That's the basically what it, it got it, to me was. He goes, "Are you just some kids wearing some t-shirts with your logo on?" 
And I was like, are you serious? <laughs> like that, and I, rem- I, I, I remember, if you're gonna be, uh, I remember saying to him on the phone, I said, if you're gonna talk to me like that, I'm just not gonna reply to you because you, you can talk to me like I'm a businessman and talk to me like you're equal. Just because you're older than me doesn't mean you're doesn't better mean than shit. me. Yeah, yeah. 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 Like, yeah show me some respect. I was like, so we bad. have done all this work for you and we've done it to the requirements that you would ask for every single time and gone above and beyond. So we have earned your respect. To, like, I'm not going to be shouted at down the phone. Mm. And remember, he's just started shouting at me then and I just hung Did up. Did he use the content that you made? No. Some he, of it. He, used, he started to use some of it, like the logo. And then, because we made his logo for him and then... Does he still use it today? Don't know. Don't I wish you haven't heard anything from him. I think it's failed. I think, I think that probably the idea has failed. His, uh, his idea... So... It, the whole company was it's, it's called it was called Mad About Dementia, so it's a whole it was try, it was going to be like a whole scheme about poor helping. choice of words that yeah it was, it was we were just like yeah it was trying idea. to help people <laughs> for families who's either just been diagnosed with de- dementia right and they, so they it's, it was going to be like an online hub of information of lo- videos and content like what would you do if your dad got dementia how you look after them how you talk yeah. to them about stuff like that so it was actually we sort of wanted to get into it because it's, it's a good thing to do and then it just we sort of to see more about what his motive actually was. And it just became, as time went on, it showed that it was becoming more about the profit than it was the actual thing. And when he started talking more about the money, about how much money he's put in, how much money he wants to make, and it was just sort of like, like, is is he in it for the right reason? Yeah. Yeah. And does that align with what you guys do? Exactly. We wouldn't mind working for a charity at all. We want to do our bit, but not when it's not got the right motives. Yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. um, So when it comes to networking, do you go to networking events? Not anymore. Are you, are you not about that? Well, okay, so... Not on purpose. Not on purpose, yeah. I think at the minute, we haven't been taking any clients on, really. Yeah. I mean, we're right. at a Since point like where... End of summer. You know, like we said earlier, we're trying to give out the best possible product. We can't really afford to bring anyone else on now until we have another person who can help us spread the workload. Yeah. So we haven't actively been looking for business. Um, Still got new clients, though, but which is a bit... Which is, bit weird like yeah just people just seeing our stuff on instagram and just and just we want to work with you and we're sort of like why would we put money into like all this advertising but now we see sort of the benefits from it yeah we have got five clients from meeting people in the pub and getting drunk with them nice so it is worked out better for us to go to the pub and have a beer mm. than it has been <laughs> spent on advertising Fuck yeah. it has worked so because i i mean one i'm quite good at talking to someone and explaining my brand our brand once you know Connor loves talking business I like talking <laughs> uh, once I've had a pint and I've loosened up and I can I can explain that a lot better to you than I could in writing an email or yeah. creating a post on social media so that's I, what we sort of said just like if someone comes into a meeting and meets us personally we've got such a better chance of like actually getting to work with them rather than just sending an email because everyone can just send an email mm-hmm. but we feel like we can talk about ourselves properly fully and get to know because we want to do the personal brand sort of thing so we want to get them like buy into us not just like buying the content basically mm-hmm. it's just like yeah. kind of like buy into like our whole thing isn't it's being personal being connected it's like we want it to be we don't want it to be like a transaction like a, like you're buying something from us we want it to be like a partnership mm. um that that's so hard to get across in like an email I mean, what, what about what do you guys do you guys go actively searching or <laughs> networking events mate talk to me <laughs> at the start i went to a few networking events How'd you find them? I thought it was all fucking bollocks. Yeah. <laughs> um, I recently had a new client invite me to a BNI network. Yeah. The second one I've been to, it was this morning at 6.30, ironically. Yeah. There you uh, go. And it's a Wednesday morning. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I only went out of respect for this new client. Mm, just yeah. Like, okay, maybe I was too young and naive back then. I'll give it another go. 
mm. and my thoughts haven't changed. <laughs> no, it's, I, it's just a turf. I think. Do you, you feel like it's like a cult sort of like atmosphere? It's, it's just I don't understand. I feel like I've just wasted two hours of time. Like everyone just sits there and pitches their business to the same people week in week out. Yeah. It's like none of this makes any fucking. <laughs> no. like, I don't fucking care. Yeah. Like I'm, to be honest with you, they're like you might be the only like mortgage advisor in the group. I'm not going to recommend you because my mate's a mortgage advisor. Yeah, or you mm. might be an electrician, but I've got a mate who's an electrician mm. and I'm going to recommend him for work. Like, yeah. I don't owe you guys shit. And just as just just fact, you don't owe me shit. Yeah. It's like, this isn't going to work. But they make it out like you're doing them a favor. <laughs> they want you to pay for a service which you can get by just being a nice person. And just talking to people. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's so weird. Just be open and chat and have yeah. a few beers at the pub and yeah. you're fucking land clients. Yeah, 100%. Like, 100%. We've... Um, it's definitely like an older generation yeah. thing, I think. What, what is the strategy in which we've got new business, you reckon? What has been our go-to? Just posting, posting photos of you online. <laughs> the money maker. The one this morning was rather funny. Yeah. <laughs> it's just completely out of context. Yeah. It's all word of mouth, isn't it? It's been yeah. free work at the start, word of mouth. Yeah. And then stuff like podcasts and stuff that have done really well, the vlog. Uh, and being, I think one of the biggest reasons is just being nice to people. Yeah. And you just, you just get recommended. Like yeah. We've been on jobs and then spoke to the client's client. And that's like just being there to say, oh, this is what we're doing. It's come off. I mean, like just I think it, like going back to, you know, how we said this is now like not traditional kind of job route. Mm -hmm. And it's like I think it has to be the same for the marketing. I don't think if you're not going to be traditional in the way you operate your business, why should you be traditional in the way you operate your marketing? It just mm -hmm. doesn't make sense to me. Like mm -hmm. you've got to think differently. Um, and so using, you know, using social media to your advantage, using the way you talk to people to your advantage is going to be the what's going to come off, I think. There is so many different ways, isn't there, of doing it. Yeah. And so there's no right way to do it. No. That's what we were saying in the car, like, there's not a book you can just cram in a week and you know everything. It's just sort of, the more you do, the more you learn. It's mm -hmm. the book of life, man. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just... Deep dandy. It is. <laughs> <laughs> it's, I mean, the more and more we do it, okay, the, it, I thought it was going to get easier at marketing, but it, it's the exact same the whole time. Mm. I think, like, just putting yourself out there is going to come be, be a much better thing for you than kind of like s writing down a strategy, right? This is going to be the game. This is. I think mm. for bigger companies, go yeah, definitely. You need to have a strategy. You ever wrote a business plan? Uh, no, never wrote a business plan. Same. And I didn't. I think I wrote half school. of one and then we never looked at it again. <laughs> <laughs> I, I said we should do one because I did one when I was doing my VTEX in uh, business. That's and the last time I wrote a business plan. It was uh, uh, like, like uh, in school and... I, I, I like we were talking. I remember. About. I remember saying like we need to do and we need to do and I kind of was just like, what is that? Like, Why? No. Who's gonna look at and it? And then I was like, yeah, <laughs> what is the point? We're Who's not applying for a loan. Mm. So we had a friend of ours when we were starting up. He was like, yeah, I think you need to, to write a business plan. It's you know you need to take it seriously from mm. the off. And we're like, okay, like we're so naive and young. We're like, no. okay, maybe we should. So mm. then. Ben's business director. Ben, have you done that business plan yet? Yeah, mate. Uh, I'm on it. I'm on it. <laughs> All right. Week later. Ben, have you done it? Yes, yeah, on Google Drive. And I was, I was I li even busy. No, nah, literally. <laughs> like, well, was I, was like, I was editing the one that I'd made at school, just sort of like putting our names in the certain <laughs> places. And I was like, I, I don't want I clearly don't want to do this. But, so there's no point. Like last year, like Brad was doing a course, like a, what, a, your a marketing, a marketing course. Like an online marketing course. And I was just sort of learning about stuff that one I already knew and stuff was very outdated yeah and I was just why am I here with a bunch of people that are like 30 40 like 50 like trying to sort of change their learning your culture basically yeah, yeah. and I'm just there like I'm doing all of this stuff already and all like the stuff that you're teaching me doesn't work anymore it, it was, it was a make weird sure thing. to hashtag everything yeah, it's like, like <laughs> they've been dead for a long time because <laughs> I mean, we maybe got hashtag things ironically yeah <laughs> <laughs> maybe that'll work it's it, it's so it's so weird to like because like I talked to like my dad's because my dad's 
being a business his entire always had his own business and so so is my mum and you know talking to them about it and talking to their friends and their clients and they're like have you done this have you done that and I'm like they got no, the local it, newspaper it doesn't like it, they like yes yeah, so someone said oh you should put an article in the parish magazine I'm like in the back page but who's gonna look at that like that's a waste of money they wanted 500 pounds for this advert I'm yeah thinking, it's crazy i could buy i could buy a nice lens for that yeah, yeah. <laughs> or i could put 500 pounds in like instagram ads yeah i would yeah. probably do tons better mm. have you spent much on ads and stuff for work or mm. we try we do we probably what do make a couple hundred pounds a month maybe yeah. and see, see what happens I, I like a post that we're really proud of we're just like oh we're proud of this we want people to see it get More, anywhere so. get somewhere i mean we've got we had a couple things come off but again like Oh, we're really bad at trying to grow our Instagram. Mm. Like we, we keep that. We're going to do this. We're going to do this. And then like, we kind of just, you get caught up in work. Don't mm. you? And it's like, I think, it, I think in the new year when we've got uh, Quinn back on and we're trying to, you know, he can do a bit more of the business. I will probably focus on it. And, but it is hard. I Are think. you guys on LinkedIn? Yeah. yeah. You run it much? Brad loves LinkedIn. <laughs> like yourself. <laughs> It's my the fucking place, man. It's great. We got one the other day on LinkedIn. Yeah, yeah. Someone tagged us. Someone tagged me in a post, and I went, "This is awesome." Like I never thought LinkedIn would be this sort of thing. Because the reason I got on LinkedIn was when I left school. I was just like, my dad just said, "You need to do this." Trying to get a job. And I just was like, "Cool, this is just all right, Dad." <laughs> this is this is a dad thing. Yeah, <laughs> this, yeah, is, yeah, yeah. This, is what, this is what my dad's made. He actually like, looks like business Facebook. It, 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 yeah, does. it really does. It looks like Facebook's older brother. Mm. It is good though. I think we do post. We post our vlogs on there. We post. They do all right. Things ish not nothing like spectacular but we haven't really like sat down and really put our stuff stuff on there so i think when we put our effort into it mm. we'll probably see some growth on there mm -hmm. we've used it a bit and I, I think ben's always ben's always been the face of otter on linkedin mm. um and it's always kind of paid off hasn't it we've mm. had a few posts the gymshark one recently the gymshark one love that so I that was bought, like i actually bought some gymshark after that yeah. <laughs> did you really well i was thinking ah. i was i was thinking about it like i was always looking you need at an affiliate I, link now don't you <laughs> <laughs> you need an affiliate fucking do you yeah. need a promo code <laughs> i kind of just i was always looking at it I was like, when i was at the gym i was like oh it's just those guys wearing gymshark it's just those instagram guys and then i saw you wear it i was like oh, maybe it's Maybe it's all right. It is so good. It's fucking so good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's I'm surprised so you're not wearing it today. Literally got it and then like for a week and didn't maybe two weeks Did after just was in I it. I got the hoodie and I ordered the trackies to go with it and I was like, this is fucking bomb. <laughs> and then my girlfriend ordered a fucking tracksuit. It was mm. about the same one. I'm just there like... I'm an we are converted. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't even I didn't even look at Nike or Adidas anymore, man. Yeah, like, that's really. what I grew up with. And it's mm. like, if I'm ever going to get sportwear, it probably will just be Gymshark now. They're, so, they're huge now. Mm. Yeah, always like Ben Francis, the... Own his uh, YouTube channel. Love it. Brilliant. Yeah. It's uh, cool, right? Isn't it? From mm. a business point of view, like it was so yeah, it was so weird. We literally watched your video and then just started getting into watching like the Gymshark stuff and the Ben Francis stuff. And it was just, like it was sort of growing, and then the Black Friday stuff came up, and all watched all the vlogs. And it was just like you seen his so uh, cool. podcast with Tree Jordy. Good podcast. Yeah, I watched that. Yeah, really good. good really good. It's funny that he played with Warcraft for ages, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. Did, well, you wouldn't expect it looking at him. You mm. think, oh, this guy's a gym lad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> his, his story is, is amazing. So inspirational. I, I didn't know he had Asperger's as well. Yeah. That's crazy. Because mm. he, he's like really OCD with it as well. Yeah, like yeah. Kind of, a, it's a thing with Asperger's, mm. isn't it? Yeah. It's a sign, but no, it could sh probably shows you why the company's grown quite as quickly as it has because mm. he's looking at every single detail. Yeah. They've nailed their branding, haven't they? Oh, it's so fucking mm. good. But I mean, that's, that's sort of just like the go-to now moving forward. It's like, be how, how did Gymshark do it? Because they, they grew massively. But they, like they were at the time like influencer marketing right, right when it started. They hit it at the right mm -hmm. time. Like yeah. perfect. Um, but I think like we're seeing it now, like the influencer marketing or all, all of a sudden maybe isn't as trustworthy as it was once considered. So you're kind of seeing a shift. Mm. It's going to be interesting to see what the next kind of thing is. 
because it, like marketing changes what I'd say like it has like this like always like a 10 year cycle and something changes. So it'd be interesting to see in the next few years, like TikTok, like yeah. people selling stuff on TikTok now is huge. You boys on TikTok? I, I, I'm a big fan of TikTok. Addicted? Pe- very addicted. <laughs> Fuck yeah. <laughs> it's brilliant. When you say I know I'm going to get addicted. That's why I'm not on it. Yeah. <laughs> when you say people buying stuff off TikTok, how much shit have you bought there <laughs> Oh, I've bought loads of random yeah. shit, man. It, just, uh, it teaches me a lot of stuff. Yeah, yeah that's what I want it for, but I feel like I'm going to also go off the track and just go stuff that I don't need. Yeah. I've, I watched a video yesterday and it was like, you can, you can set up so, the old swan stuff. Just, just some, just some, <laughs> design, <laughs> some stuff design stuff. stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Little plug. Mm. Josh. Josh. So his name's Josh, but everyone calls him Josh. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, bought, I bought that staff, didn't I? It was like a little fucking metal tube. Oh, the thing that... And you click it, it and it extends. Well, it. Like <laughs> and it looks sick. Yeah. I paid two pounds. I paid two pounds and it came from Wuhan, China. Was it from Wish? No, it was on Amazon. Oh, right. But literally, I ordered it from Wuhan the month before COVID came out. And I was Jesus. like, oh, fuck, that staff's coming from China yeah, in like nice. February time. How long did it take to, to arrive? Oh, 90 days. Jeez. Kind of and forgot I, about it, didn't you? I, can't, <laughs> I, I emailed them. I was like, it hasn't arrived yet. Like, oh, okay, sorry, we'll send you another one. And they both arrived at the same time. <laughs> so then I had two. So I think I got one at home somewhere. You're just like around the, around the bedroom. Just for a rainy day, yeah. Like, fucking come in my house, man. Like, go. Who do you boys go to for inspiration then? So like you were saying about Ben Francis podcast and mm. stuff like that. Are you, are you into podcasts? You what, like YouTube channel? You guys are, are the direct. The direct. Yeah. 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 You, you are my most watched podcast on Spotify. Rap. Yeah. Wow. Yes. What do you think of the podcasts? I really, really enjoy yeah. them. Yeah. Yeah. It just feels like I'm watching like us. Yeah, just sort yeah. of like things we do and things we want to talk about. Well, That's why we want to do a podcast. Yeah. Sweet. I mean, what we were saying like, because you were the, like you said, it's like you're the first kind of people we've seen put themselves on out online that do what we do. Because you were like, we find there's really big agencies and then there's freelancers and then there's mm. like there's no, no in between no in between and mm. we're like we were like i mean for the first year we saw you we got into you guys after you did the zach and jay video oh yeah so cheese rolling yeah. yeah and um very jealous of that <laughs> i mean i mean so like that kind of like from there and then we didn't like model ourselves off you but like you we took inspiration from like mm. your type of business and we were like sure because it's something to actually see whereas there's, no, there's nothing really yeah. else that we could like base ourselves off. And then like in our area now, like where, since what we've been around two years, there's now businesses popping up like ours in our area. Mm, we noticed that too, yeah. It's really weird. Not like, like exactly the same, but like there's a lot of like photography companies or like a videography company and there's like, a lot more freelancers as well. I'm noticing there's a lot of freelancers coming into either video photography as a one-man band, but their prices are just like Freddo prices, mm, man. It's yeah. like, and it's hard to compete with. Like, it's, it's, but quality wise it's not but no, it's, it's yeah. like they're just gonna they're gonna do a video for 200 pound and they'll spend a day shooting three days editing and it's like you'll work yeah. out your hourly rate and be yeah. like two pound fifty yeah it's like yeah. there's, there's yeah. no there's no profit in this no. mm. i mean like we, we were talking about like if we want to kind of expand to where we want to be we need to be earning like a minimum of like 500 pound a day for every yeah that's kind of like where you need to be mm-hmm. if you want to grow so you can't be charging a video for 200 pounds no nah. like, and you've got to be like it's it's going back to knowing your worth mm. and like all of our equipment like that adds up like that's what we want to try and get across to people like when we come in and do shoots like this is the reason we're charging what we're charging because mm-hmm. we have expensive equipment that we do need to upgrade at some point and it does it is devaluing by like the day what's your main camera black magic pocket cinema 4k nice it's a good camera um yeah so we have that we have the zion crane mm. brilliant again works we had a we had the ronin before the ronin s on it good didn't fit the black magic the black magic is so wide mm. yeah and it's like 
you got so you, when you have it to balance it, it just couldn't balance so we had to, when we got that it just now it's mm. so good nice but yeah we've just i mean what we had the we had the black magic for ages and never really properly built it out because like we didn't one we didn't really know how to because we were still learning and now it's like finally we've got it to a point where it's working great it looks mm. amazing like we did the first shoot last thursday when we had the new screen the handles like the the v-mount battery like nice. all, and we first time we were just like this oh, is this is good yeah we're the real deal it yeah. was a relief because like we, before we've been so like we, we making it work just sort of just like getting it by until we could like find out how to do it yeah and then like black friday came around we were just like let's right. just, do, just it. do it like we need to just buy everything because if we just start buying like the handle and the screen like separately like it would just feel a bit Mm. Like uneasy but then we got everything together so it feels like complete now what's next on like the wish list the big wish list too much <laughs> we're, we're thinking we're probably going to get another black magic mm-hmm. but, but we're going to get the 6k version because it's got autofocus because we use, i use shoot on canon uh so missing that sucks then mm. yeah so we we want to be able to use because the lenses are so expensive we don't want to have to buy two sets of lenses yeah like, mm. i'm sure you know the problem like it's, it's annoying so we're probably going to buy another one of those but then i really want the r5 can I just I really really want it is there one of you who's a bit uh who wants to spend the money and then the other ones is a bit like no let's hold it back yeah I'm <laughs> gonna take it <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean because I'm really into like the gear and like I, I'm always seeing what's next coming out whereas Brad's not so much into that so I'm like right but this is what we've got to buy this this is the next thing yeah yeah I think it kind of works a little bit like that with us as well yeah I, th- I think it, it's more it's more extreme in the fact that you don't want to spend money ever. <laughs> like, like, I'm not I'm not saying like don't spend it. I'm just like, are we definitely ready for this? Do we definitely need this? Like, yeah. Just making sure that it's a Brad is the most in like he can't make his mind up ever. Like <laughs> like it, it's because it, it's because I was when I was younger I was such an impulse person like an impulse buyer and then I just sort of like flipped and went I just need to think about this before I actually buy it. Yeah. And then just gone completely the other way. And it's, it's like, I'm like, he's like, oh, I don't know, should we, should we? And I'm like, no, we're pulling the trigger, let's go, let's, let's do this. I'm, I'm getting better at it, just being like, <laughs> okay, we have the money, like, I can see it, like, we're going to be fine if we spend this money, and then it's fine. But also, like, I, I'm luckily that I'm normally the one who's in control of the bank account, so I, like, you know. I, yeah, baby. So, because, because <laughs> of, I really should be, but. Because Brad, no, Brad's like with you. You logged into the, the app first, and we can't get two people on our app. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's yeah, the worst. It's <laughs> like the exact same it's issue. Like we talking to a mirror, <laughs> like that way. And so, like, it was so annoying. I was like, "Can I not get on the app yet?" And he's like, "No." Nah. I'm like, "Are you telling the truth?" Yeah, yeah. <laughs> not just off to Ibiza. Yeah, yeah. But also, it's quite a good thing because I think I would be better in control of not. Of yeah, that. yeah, probably. Yeah, but but we're better. I think I'm quite good with money. Yeah, I'm, I like money, so I like having yeah, it. Maybe. I just thought I like to spend it at the same time. <laughs> when it builds up too big, I'm like, damn, we need to get rid of this because we're just yeah. going to fucking pay Boris Johnson so much. Yeah, yeah. Like, we need to start spending it. And you're like, oh, but that's I'll, I'll be sending Dan gear on Instagram and stuff. And he's like, <laughs> yeah, I don't think we need any of this. I'm like, nah. what do we need then? Like, fucking buy something. <laughs> Let's get another land. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's like, uh, do you have an accountant? Yeah. 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 Like our accountant's like, Right, he's like, like, should we should we spend money on this? He goes, yeah, just spend it. I'll figure it out. Just do it. Like the more, because the more you obviously the VAT getting that back is great. Yeah, you've got registered now. Yeah, Yeah, that was a big shock for us when we did that. And then it takes takes them getting used to. Couldn't under like I mean also like it's only even recently we were like, why do we only owe this much? But we spent and we're like because obviously like VAT is deductible and. Mm It makes no sense to me. That's why I hand it off to the accountant. So we like put so much in our VAT account, like thinking that we're going to have to pay it all. And then he comes back to us and it's like half the amount. We're just like, 
Because you've been buying stuff. Yeah, because like, we, we save like over. We save for every job the twenty percent. We put it into a separate account, so like it's just there. And I'm so paranoid at like a lot of my friends do that. I'm mm. so paranoid that uh, we're not gonna have enough money to pay the VAT. Because so my dad, my dad's pub, like he has always has a huge VAT bill. It's probably always over fifty k. Fuck. And like it's like all he's always like scrambling to get it together because like he he doesn't know. I mean, because he still does on paper. Because yeah, he, he's a pub, <laughs> he just gives so a lot of things in cash like and a big stack of. Bed. Whereas we're all we're all digital, so we know absolutely what's going in, what's going out. But I'm so paranoid that we're never going to have enough money. So comes along and our VAT bills, a thousand pounds less than I've accounted for. I'm like, right, Brad, we can go spend all this money now. <laughs> <laughs> That's bad, boys. Tell me about this. What's what's the crack with the the new hats then? Oh yeah, so well, I'd say it's a passion. We're in a hoodie as well. Yeah, we got moments. La- There's a company called Moments Labeling. A client. Yeah, they are a client, and um, yeah, they approach. Well, we've been working for them what now? Six, six months? months. Six months. Yeah, and uh, we kind of got to start talking to them about how you know potentially doing something, and it took us a long time, but look good. Yeah, <laughs> but we finally, 18th of December, we're launching a collection. Sweet. Sick. So yeah, more because I think we've we've always wanted to do like our own sort of clothes. We've sort of done it like I've done it with a company, you've done yeah. it with a company before. Like as a freelancer, so we sort of just wanted to do our own thing, mm. sort of just for our mates as well. Like, yeah, yeah, it's nice to have like that's what one thing I think that we've always tried to push is that kind of culture, you know. Yeah. And like, yeah. we, we want we want people yeah. to buy into we want people to buy into 100%. our brand. We're, yeah. not, we're not just a film company; we're a company that like, w- you know, if you watch our stuff and you you like and you interact with it, you're part of it. You're part yeah. of this like yeah, team 100%. that we are. So, I mean, like we. It's great. It's, it, we got to kind of design stuff and it was fun to just do something else. But we got the box of clothes, the first clothes last week that was meant to go on the website. We don't have any left because all of our friends just bought it in cash. Yeah, they're just, just, just like, so we, like, we want to get this now. And just like, uh, yeah, why not? So we just had to reorder all the stock for the website last night. So that, that should be fun. How much? So when it comes to the kind of selling of T-shirts and stuff, do mm. you just bulk buy 30 of them and then you try and shift it when they're there yeah. or mm. yeah pretty much i mean that's the plan we we started with a record really small order because we were like we don't know what's gonna like who's gonna like this and then we put it on our instagram and people were just like where can i get this like when's this out and i'm just like i don't think we've got enough for like everyone that wants it <laughs> yeah. yeah that's cool and it worked great so we yeah hopefully it goes well so, but it's more we want to kind of we don't we're not going to do for ourselves like we're not really yeah. looking to like turn over massive profits it's just sort of just like a fun thing to do yeah it's yeah. cool to see people wear it isn't it yeah yeah like the weirdest thing, like one of our friends that does it, the guy that owns Moments, he like he goes to uni in Newcastle and he was just saying, he went to the library and he just saw someone that he never knew, like doesn't know and just went up to them and went, like, I like that t-shirt. And he's like, oh yeah, it's really cool from this cool company. And he's, he just said, like, that's me. Yeah. And it was, he was like, this just like, such a surreal experience, experience just yeah. seeing someone just wear, like they have no connection to you and they're just wearing your stuff. That's cool. Yeah. It's a, I think it's when I get that kick, I think I'm, I'm yeah. done. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> that's called mission accomplished. Where'd you boys go for studio hire? We have, we haven't ever ever hired a studio yet. No. We've luckily been using the pubs. Been looking rooms. Using pub. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, so pubs got three bedrooms and they're luckily big enough that we can move the bed out and use it like that. It's oh, sweet, that's a perfect. Yeah. yeah. So it's like okay, it's not glamorous. Doesn't look great. Doesn't matter though. It doesn't Gets the job done. It looks yeah. like yeah. Think we it looks a like studio. a studio. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, and it works. Do you know, like because we're looking at getting a house at the minute and turning it like, get four Liv- five bedrooms living house together and turn it into like a studio. So you're gonna work and live together. Yeah. Yeah, but it's it's weird because like we've fuck been, that Dan. <laughs> <laughs> we've been friends for like so long, and like I feel like we've got like a good working relationship. I mean, our other guy Quinny's coming. I lived with him in Australia for three months, and I lived in a I lived in a minivan with him, and it like, was a, it was a, you know like a 
Toyota like family minivan. Yeah. I, it was one of those and it had three of us in it. So I know how to live. Like, like I'll show you a picture. And it was this like, it was purple and green and it had like a roof tent. So like every other night we'd swap the roof tent. So, you know, you could have your private time because <laughs> otherwise <laughs> you're just on top of each other. So like, yeah, we, I kind of, my parents were like, you sure like living together, working together is fine. And we were just, yeah, why not? Like, so you're gonna stay in Henley? Yeah, yeah. Because that's, that's, that's what oh, most of my clients are. Yeah. That's like something from My story sounds so boring now. Wait, I literally went just from there school to, to <laughs> just to a job and he went traveling. Yeah, he was in this van with three bo- two boys. And <laughs> <laughs> we did a great time. We did four and a half thousand miles in it. Jeez. Yeah, it was long, like, it was fun though. I mean, all we did was surf, skate, and take photos all day. Mm. So. Cool. Do you surf much now? No, I'm so, I actually haven't surfed since I came back. I haven't, I haven't had so a chance. Yeah. I mean, it was great. I mean, the we fir- keep saying we need to go to Ireland to go surf. Yeah, I mean, so my my whole family's Irish. I've got Irish passport. Whereabouts? Uh, so my dad's from Limerick. Okay, um, but it's on the Which west. Which is really coast. weird because my mum's, my my dad's sister's like family, like her husband, they're all from the same area in Limerick. Yeah, and like my my aunt and uncle came over and talked to his parents, and like, they all went to like the school like down the road from each other. Yeah, your your uncle and my dad, their son now goes your cousin. Yeah, my goes cousin. To my dad's school. That's like. And I've never met any other person who knows where this is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So then to like start talking it's to... so weird. Yeah, it's bizarre. But no, they, they got huge surfing over there in Ireland mm. on the West Coast, like some huge waves, and that's where I, I kind of learned. So we want to get over there and do some filming. Mm. It's so beautiful. Cool. <coughs> we, um, we went surfing. We did a... We had a National Trust shoot. Oh, yeah. We How did like, you get the National Trust shoot? That's so mad. That was cool. Yeah, that was a great, that was a great gig. Uh, and we still do a little bit of work with them at the moment, like design work, but they're kind mm. of on the, mm. on the rock. at the moment. <laughs> they're, on, they're on the rocks a little bit as yeah. a charity. I think they're yeah, struggling. Okay. But um, yeah, they keep buying places. Mm. They, they keep getting loads of places. Like, loads of, I think there's like two ha- huge houses like around where we are. Really? And they've just got those. And we're like, how are you affording it? Like, I think a lot of it is donations. Yeah. So a lot of like rich families or whatever are like, we can't afford to so, keep yeah. this. Yeah, we'll just give it to charity. Yeah. And then it's like, oh yeah, now you have to pay for all the bills. Yeah. Mm. But we um we had a shoot down in Cornwall and we were like, right, let's add. We added like another day on the end of it, didn't we? Was it that shoot? Yeah, instead of like driving home at like 6 p.m., we just had up a stay another night. And yeah. the next day we have to talk that, yeah. yeah. Talkie, I've, been, I've seen surfing in Talkie. It's good. Mm. It's really good. The Talkie? Nuki. Nuki, Nuki. Yeah. yeah. Done Nuki. Fish from Beach, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's where cool. Ballmaster's Festival is. Mm. Yeah, done that. I mean, I got um, did that a few years ago. My friend's dad headlined. Wow! So we got to go backstage for the whole week. Do you want to say who it is? Uh, Jamiroquai. Do you know Jamiroquai? No. Yeah. So Jamiroquai, yeah, pretty yeah. big. Yeah. That's your dad's friend. Yeah. Cool. No, our, our, no, our our be- one of our best mates' dad is the drummer in Jamiroquai. So I, well, I grew up with him my whole life. So we we're like from like the age of four, we were going to these concerts and i thought it was normal for everyone to go backstage and then it wasn't until i got older and started going with friends so i was like when are you going to film a festival then is that that'd be pretty cool to like tour with them and do like a film we did, we did well yeah. i did one brad was brad so uh sorry brad no, it was he went on holiday you were on holiday weren't so you? i left so i left so last year when i when i booked to go to france I booked it a month before we were supposed to go away because I was like, let's, I'm going to leave it as late as possible so in case any work comes in that we can, that we can do it. And I booked it and the day after, this band messaged us being like, oh yeah, we're doing um, Truck Festival in Oxford. Do you want to come like, do films, like, come backstage and stuff? And I was like, are you kidding me? I literally left it at like, the last minute. It was so annoying. So I was just like, on holiday just like, flicking through Instagram and he was just yeah, backstage. Like, <laughs> like, Lewis Capaldi's oh, yeah. like, 
met Lewis Capaldi, met one of your favorite bands, Idols. Sick. Yeah, nice. I was chilling with them backstage, but they were smoking far too much weed. Yeah, <laughs> it was it was very fun. I mean, yeah, loads of bands. It was yeah. good. It was it was like. If they were like the first act of the day, so we then got the whole day, like just in the backstage area. Nice. And like, I just, oh, because I always wanted to do music, like music photography. Yeah, that was. And that was just such a surreal opportunity. Like, actually, because um, I was like, on the stage when they were performing, there's like two, three thousand people. It makes me more uh, upset. <laughs> You're like, talking about this. And like, the, I got the biggest adrenaline rush from it. I was like, I don't know how they feel. But if I feel like this, I was like, I felt like I was like, I just played the gig. I was like, this is so cool. Yeah, it was like 11.30 in the morning and they were like at this small tent and they were like, oh, no one's going to come. Like, it's fine. And it was just like more people, more people, packed. more wow. people. It was like, it was packed. There was mosh pits going on. What was the band? Dolly and the Dinosaur. Dolly and the Dinosaur. So they're sort of like a... No, they're, they're a local band. Indie rock. Indie rock, yeah. 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 Sweet. They're, they're pretty good. What's the, uh, what's the future for... You guys, what are you hoping for more of work-wise? Less COVID. Less COVID, Less COVID yeah. hopefully. Probably going for my millions <laughs> you know, by the end of the year. <laughs> <laughs> I think we were, talk- we were talking about this in the car. But we were trying to prep as much as we could. <laughs> and we were just talking about like, it's not, we're not sort of like numbers and money driven as much as sort of like, we want to be somewhere in six months and the next goal in six months. And just, I've always said like my goal with the company is be able to like take someone on and fund their life. Mm-hmm. So like watch them like, buy their own place from the money that we've made working in the bedroom and like yeah. working in our we, little office. We're quite, we look very short term ahead. Like we don't really ever look past like five, six months because like we don't know. It changes we, so much. It, like when we tried to plan last year, we tried to plan for the year. <laughs> just COVID. COVID <laughs> like it changed it so much. And now we're at the point where it's like, there's no real point in trying to plan too much. Obviously like we want to grow, but with more, we want to be better creators rather than having a huge kind of we like want to be open to business. Learn. Like, we want to just become better at what we do because we're nowhere near like the level we want to be at. Mm-hmm. We're still learning. And I yeah. think that it's like, it's key for us to learn more. Yeah, I think our goal is learning. I think just being open to learning as much as we can and taking on information advice. Like if something bad happens, we learn from it rather than just like dwell on it and get angry. Yeah. Work to learn, not work to earn. Yeah. Nice. And I think like, just God, in, Gandhi in the like, like <laughs> it's not, it doesn't feel like work it's fun mm. it's like and like we we don't work we don't have a set work day so we kind of work when we want not like we have to work so it's like as long as it's done by when it's done it's fun if it carries on feeling like that it's just a couple of mates hanging out i'm happy mm. i don't I, I like we don't need the big kind of office i think we're quite simple people mm. so mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, i think like the office you have upstairs is like sort of the level we want to get to yeah I think having an office like that where obviously you want to work with big brands that'd be cool mm. but it's not the be all and end all. As long as we're making money and we've got a roof over our heads, I think we're happy. Yeah, I think yeah. our next goal is probably is working with a, a well-known brand. Yeah. Because that's what my nan always asks me. She's like, have you worked with an old Who'd you work with? Yeah. yeah. It's like, no one you know. When a new client says, who'd you work with? Well, have you heard of, insert random name? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, we had like, our second one, so it was a, a company called Maze Theory, which they developed video games and that was in partnership with the BBC. So our second client was like, we're contacting the BBC producers. The BBC. And like that was really kind of surreal, but like that was since there, mm. like we kind of peaked so early <laughs> with the big brands, and then now it were just kind of. It's yeah. a weird one though, isn't it? It's like, it it could like tomorrow, literally, someone could just be knocking at the door and be like, yeah. "Oh yeah, can you come do us a film?" Mm. Yeah, we you know we we did a film for like a local jewelry shop, and and that was them, but they were in collaboration with Rolex. Really? So it was kind of like a link. We're kind of yeah. working, creating this film for Rolex for yeah. them to show in their headquarters and stuff. Yeah. 
It was like, oh shit, so does that mean Rolex are now a client? Yeah. Like, We've got paid in Rolexes as well, which is the yeah. bomb. <laughs> <laughs> how, how many? Just like 10, 15? But like, I think it's just a matter of time, man. Like, yeah. you yeah. know, you guys are still young. Like, we're, we're coming up to our fourth year now, yeah. like February for us. is We're old as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> how, how old are you both? Sorry. 26. 26. 26. Yeah. Mm. Wow. But... It's, it's crazy. But again, 26 is really young. Oh, yeah, exactly man. What we I say think well. we're not rushing until we're 30. And yeah. then we actually have to, like, until, uh, I want to be a kid till 30, basically. Because I ain't planning on having kids in it anytime <laughs> soon. So we're just here for the ride at the minute. Mm. Yeah. Sweet. The beautiful thing about if you want to make a successful business, it's just time. Yeah. yeah. And consistency. It's being patient. I mean, like, I think so, we were so kind of driven early on. Like, we, we got going out, we got going out. And then we kind of took a step back, like, actually this isn't going to happen overnight. So mm. why, like we were getting annoyed, like we haven't made this goal or, mm. cause we, was, we were constantly kind of writing goals out and it's, I think it's really important to write your goals out and kind of like have an idea. But not be too hard. But when you're them. targeting your, almost every single part of your day, every single week to like, we need to reach this number or we need to do, yeah. have this amount of turnover, you lose that, the joy and the fun out of You'll it. Miss, you miss so much if you're just going in a straight line and just going mm. in the way that you think is the right way. Yeah. Yeah. Sweet. Was there anything you, uh, any other questions that you boys had or anything from you? I mean, what, what have you, what's one of the biggest kind of learning lessons you've learned from kind of running your own business? I think it was, I, th I think it is, comes back to that time thing. I think that's so important to know that like you can't rush, you, you know, you can't mm -hmm. expect it to just happen overnight. And we were speaking about yeah. money just, just then, but I remember back in like the early days when we were doing it, we just said like, we're not, we're not chasing money. I think as soon as you mm -hmm. start chasing money and you want the big bucks, yeah. that's when it's like, you're not doing it for the right reason. Yeah. Yeah. We're just, I think we're just grateful that we're here daily doing this thing. That means that we can get up and we were like, I think the first year of work, I was still getting up at like eight o'clock, getting into work for nine, working till five. because I was in this like weird mood of, being yeah. like, right, I have to work nine to five. Cause that's normal. Mm. Uh, no. But it's like, no, it's not really like you're in yeah. this world of creativity and just do it when you can your own boss. I mean, like, Brad loves to work like eight to five, six. Yeah. I love to work like five to midnight. Mm -hmm. So it's like we love to work different hours. Mm. And the, the best thing is I get to do that because my part, I, I, I get distracted so easily. So like when like there's people there, I, I ain't getting my work done. So yeah. when you've all gone home and I can work at <laughs> night and just like my creativity just ends up flowing. Yeah. That's why we started like working from home, like half and half, like there'll be like a week or two that I'll just be at home, like take my computer home and just work from home just so we can both just have our space to just sort of be as creative as we want to be. Sweet. But then there's like this week, we were kind of just together all the time, just, just, just so because. Sometimes you need it. I think that you need to be able to bounce off people, but then you know, having the willingness to be able to kind of to do, do the two things is great. Mm. Mm. Nice. Well, yeah, thanks, boys, for coming on. No, no thanks, it's pleasure. Us. Yeah, it's been really Your good. Your podcast is coming soon. We're, we're working Hopefully on it. You can honor. January, I think. Yeah. I think we've, now we've said it, it has to come. It yeah, now, come. now it's, now it's so on record. We'll get you guys on it. Hmm. Where can people find you, boys? What's your hashtag? Well, your hashtag, your <laughs> handle? Uh, at Polar Media House. Or on everything, I think. Yeah, it yeah, is. Yeah, YouTube. And then www.polarmedia.com? Yeah. PolarMediaHouse.com. Shit. Well, we had a we had a client the other day. We were looking at on his website trying to get his email to send him some stuff. Mm -hmm. Wrong email on his website. So we were like, that's so important. <laughs> you've, got to, yeah. you've got to have everything right. And people keep calling us Polar House Media. Yeah, we're Polar Media House. We get OTTR. <laughs> yeah, how did you come up with the name? That's uh, tequila. Yeah. yeah. Nice. But like Otter without an E, it's just... 
We were going a bit. Like, there must have been something. We had uh, it was me, Dan, and our friend Matt in a room, two bottles of tequila, and we had to put in. We went round the table and put in a name, and if one of the other two people said it's a shit name, you have to do a shot of tequila. <laughs> and then any name that did make it got written down and we then nice. got pretty fucked went out that night came back and then next morning woke up with a few names and Otter was there and we just thought it'd be a bit Silicon Valley to drop the E from the Otter yeah. and to be honest I, does, mate, yeah. I almost regret it I almost don't because it does separate us from like all the other Otter companies because yeah. there are quite a few big ones yeah. now there's one when you when you do Google Otter it does come up with like a st- is like a stock of all stocks and shares and really? there's like really? some stock coming yeah but We'll be on there one you day. You won't be going public we'll anytime soon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> one day. We get like polar bear media, yeah. stuff like that. That's quite a, quite a common one, polar bear something. Yeah, it took us a... We, we, Where'd you get it from? Is that the same similar story at the pub? <laughs> pub, yeah. yeah. I mean, what? We were, we were stuck on polar for a while. Mm. Like, we liked I like polar. the brand, like the Polar Skate Co brand. Yeah, yeah. I was trying to just really into that. And, and I, I really cool. like the idea of media house. I don't know why. I liked being the idea that we are a media house and then it kind of... Let's just do everything. Sort of d- yeah, doesn't yeah, box yeah. us into anything. I think because yeah, it's so easy, you could be like film or production. Whereas media, ha- media kind of gives you a bit more broad. What, and while we're figuring out like, what are we want to kind of specialize in, it gives us a bit more mm-hmm. creativity. Right? It takes years to find your feet, doesn't it? <sighs> Realistically, yeah. Still finding ours. I mean, like, <laughs> we haven't. We we still got. We were talking about this like yesterday. What do we want to kind of be known for? But there's too many things we want to be known for, mm. so I think... Just be known for, like, a good, personal, like, reliable brand mm-hmm. that can that can do do a good job for you, I think. Like, if you go to them and just give them a product, they're like, yeah, we can we can do this. Sweet. Yeah. Cool. Nice. One. nice. Thanks, boys. Cheers. Cheers, lads. Thanks, Thanks for having us on.